The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I can't see. I can't see. I'm very badly hurt. Well, where is everybody? The heroes regrouped. You dash up there, and as you do, you see a morning star break through the door. (laughs) But not without raising an alarm. And then through that hole, another morning star breaks through and smashes into the lumber. And then a third one starts breaking the uh, barrier in half. Thinking quickly, they sealed their pursuers off. They're trying to break through, Chef. Mitra, is there anything you can do to prevent their egress? I could build a wall. But has their cover already been blown? And you see their faces, and they're just like, "Ah!" and then a wall goes up and closes them. (laughs) The adventure continues. Don't need no education. (laughs) No. Welcome, everyone, back to the Glass Cannon Podcast. This is episode 287. Why is that special? Because 187 is police code for murder. (laughs) And 287 means you can't make a fictitious claim against anyone in the Navy. (laughs) (laughs) But you can make fictitious claims against people in the Army? No, that's 289. Oh, can't do it. Makes sense. It makes sense. I don't know if that's true, but it's two eight seven. It's actually very different in California's legislation. <laughs> is that just top of mind for you, Grant? No, I was looking it up, and there is false, fictitious, fraudulent claims in the Navy. But uh, in the Navy, do you want to hear the the other one? Yeah. Oral copulation is the act of copulating the mouth of one person with the sexual organ or anus of another person. Oh, hey! Oh, I guess we'll have salad for lunch. 
<laughs> so wait, that's two eight seven in California. Yes, that's, it, the, it's, that's it, the penal code. It's describing. Yeah, exactly. It's very penal. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's describing like what that is, and then saying like how to do it wrong, and like if you assault someone <laughs> with it, then you get put on charges for this. Well, how do you do it right? Everything right? everything has to be defined in the uh, court of law. Not for nothing. I feel like eating a sh- and eating a f- should be two different crimes. Because <laughs> one makes sense. Everybody enjoys that. That's a good time. The other one's just gross. That's where poop comes from. Don't yuck other people's yum. Don't yuck other people's yum. Yeah, people man. like that. Well, I, never, I never thought I'd be saying this, but boy, are you vanilla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't sat on a public toilet in 25 That's, years. Yeah, thank you for talking. To I you. thought about you this weekend because I got to go to the beach for a couple hours uh, and I was in the beach in the water and thinking about all the other people peeing around me. And I was like, OK with it. I was at peace with the fact other people were peeing all around yeah, me. There it and is I in thought, my mouth. I thought I thought. How, do, how does does Troy even like get within a hundred yards of a beach? Do, are you terrified of beaches? It never dawned on me. Well, no, it's not true. It's one of those things you're just like we're either going to beach or we're not. It's pee, but it's a big ocean. What are the odds all that pee is going right into my right. mouth? Right, right. Not all of it. Not all of it. A good amount of that pee <laughs> is going in my mouth. It's a lot also of it's like, like dolphin pee. Are you more worried about pee than sharks? Let's or sharks. Let's go around the room. While I'm swimming in the ocean. Yeah. No, just in general. <laughs> in general, <laughs> sharks. <laughs> Objectively, sharks. Sharks. Yeah. Joe, P or sharks? Sharks. Sharks. Grant? Uh, more scared of sharks. Sharks, yeah. Skid? Uh, P. P, yeah. Because you feel sharks like sharks... don't bother me. They don't bother you? No. You don't think... You think it'd be rare for a shark to come it's after you? So, it is rare. It is very rare. I feel like it's really ramped up over the... Like, no. you gotta deal with the sharks and it's it's off. No, it's the th- thing. It's like, it's just a... It's a it's a change in the way these things are emphasized and reported. Like, there's never any, like, meaningful increase. That's true. I'm, it's, I'm looking at the statistics on how, how frequent shark attacks are. On the East Coast or around the world? Where are East, you looking? East Coast. Okay. Uh... I was I was never I never thought about sharks until uh, there was all those attacks again. The summer of the shark. The summer and of the shark. Because it was a slow new summer, they came. They just arbitrarily came up with something to get people frightened about. There was like no. It was. It's one of these silly things that just. It's apparently, according to the Florida Museum of Natural History's International Shark Attack File, well respected. Uh, Source of information. That's code 288. Yep. They investigated 129 alleged shark-human interactions worldwide in 2020. Mm-hmm. They confirmed 57 unprovoked shark bites on humans worldwide and 39 provoked bites. How do you provoke a shark bite? Hey, That's a good fuck question. you. Hey, get out of here. Fuck you. I can tell you. Provoked attacks occur when a human initiates <laughs> interaction with a shark in some way. These include instances where divers are bitten after harassing or trying to touch sharks. <laughs> okay, that is something I would be that would concern well, people. Me. People uh, agitate nurse sharks all the time because they're supposed to be docile, but nurse sharks can bite you. Yeah. Bites on spearfishers, bites on people attempting to feed sharks, oh bites God. occurring while unhooking or removing a shark from a fishing net, and so forth. Okay, and right. thirty-seven in Florida. 39 provoked bites worldwide in that's, 2020. Wow. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but then again. But wait, is it ramping up? Is that what you said? I, I don't know if it's ramping up. You know what's crazy, though? They were th- it's not just 39 people provoked them. There's probably hundreds of people that are out there fucking around with sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Only 39 got bit. Yeah. And reported. There's a great, have you ever read, have you guys any, ever read any Bill Bryson? Do you know who Bill yeah. Bryson is? Yeah, yeah. I love Bill Bryson. He's a travel writer. And he's just very fucking funny. And he wrote this book called A Walk in the Woods. 
that's about him walking that Appalachian Trail and when he's doing the research for it. And he's really freaked out by bears. He lives up in New, New Hampshire and he's like, you know, you do the research and people are like, there's so few bear attacks. It, just, it's like, it, it almost never happens. There hasn't been a serious attack in, in 200 years <laughs> in New Hampshire. And like, right in the book, he's like, 200 years? You know, that's not because the bears signed a treaty. <laughs> like, there's, there's nothing to say that they won't start a modest rampage tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just don't know what you're getting into. There's like, no just, bear detente. It, it could break at right. any moment if, it's, yeah. if there is one. Oh, he says, hold on. This piece, my. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this quote is great. He talks about this uh, this nature. He says, the typical black bear inflicted injury, he writes blandly, is minor and usually involves only a few scratches or light bites. And he says, pardon me, but what exactly is a light bite from a bear? <laughs> I am a light bite to a bear. <laughs> so, but like to go back to Troy's original question, I'm not that concerned about shark attacks statistically, but I'm really not concerned at all about sterile urine well you think all urine is sterile in a healthy person yes yeah really i feel like most people are dirty though that's what don't they say that that is what you're supposed to pee on a cup if i peed on your face right now would you be upset (laughs) notwithstanding how rude that would be (laughs) well (laughs) take the social part out right take that all out if we took all of the discourteousness (laughs) out of it i mean i might be inconvenienced because then i'd have to dry off but i guess all things considered yeah, it'd be fine. I <laughs> would kill myself. <laughs> I think it would react to the roots. <laughs> there was a. I would drop off and then jump out the second. <laughs> when I was in Japan, when I was in Japan, the, the father of the family I was staying with was saying he was in a group of guys and they were out hiking, and one of the people in the party got stung in the face by uh, the sparrow bee. They the 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 giant killer bees from Japan that oh. made the news like recently, which are terrifying. Those are way uh, more terrified of those than sharks. Oh no, they're way scarier. If you've ever been close to one, it's it's there's no com- there's no comparison. I would I would jump I would jump into the ocean and fist fight a shark just to avoid a sparrow <laughs> bee. But it bit it stung this guy in the face, and so the story is is that if someone is stung like much like a jellyfish like pee on it Mm -hmm. so he was saying how enthusiastic everyone wants to pee on this guy's face (laughs) they were all like elbowing each other out of the way for the chance to pee on a man's face (laughs) i knew i knew a guy in college who was involved in a shark attack but he was he it was like his sister or some like little kid was like he was in the water and the shark swam up and like everyone was scared and he happened to be nearby and apparently the wisdom is you just punch a shark in the nose yeah, yeah, and it that, goes yeah away. right that provokes him though and, yeah, I was, that's what <laughs> that's i was gonna prov- say then you're just a statistic <laughs> did you guys hear what happened to the guy in cape cod that got swallowed by a whale no, no I, did. I did hear about Jonah? that yeah. he was uh yeah. he was diving for lobsters and he got <laughs> swallowed up by a large whale uh however the like esophagus of a whale is just enough to eat like krill so he got stuck in like the the throat of the whale, and then the bu- he, in the baleen, I believe they're called baleen. The, the baleen, that's the teeth part. He get he got past that, oh. and uh, inside, and he thought he was going to die the whole time, and then the whale spat, spat him up. Just had a bunch of bruises. Wow, that must have been horrifying. What yeah, kind that of would whale? suck. Uh, let's see. Was it a right? Whale? It was off a of Cape Cod. Was Probably. it a sperm whale? No, they have teeth. Uh, it was, uh, I bet it was a right whale. Apparently, it was a humpback whale. Oh, humpback, humpback, humpback yep. Yeah. Right. At that point, you just got to let the humpback eat you because they're endangered. 
Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. You're, you're legally obliged to let I don't them want to, digest you. He, he, you don't want to have to create a situation where an alien race has to come 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 visit <laughs> us in the 23rd century and send some 23rd century folks back to the 21st 20th century yeah. to pick up some whales and a Klingon bird of prey and That's save the world. That's just a whole mess. That's you don't want to get involved in that. And save a Starfleet admiral's career by demoting him to captain, which was weird, but it happened. Here's the thing: if you pee in the ocean, you make the water warmer. Warm water attracts sharks. Your urine is attracting a shark. Let's talk about that. But that's usually blood in their scent of smell that brings them in. That's yeah, if what, you're peeing blood, that's what a if you have blood issue. in your urine? If you're peeing blood, then yeah, you've, you should you be you swimming. Usually, you usually doctor. pee blood, don't you? So is it bad to people? This is all a long conversation <laughs> to see if it's to get medical advice from my friends. Should so I? is peeing uh, pee, blood in your pee bad? Should this, should this hypothetical fellow? Consult a doctor. <laughs> doctor. Wait. So you guys, you don't have any pee in your blood, right? That would be that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. Like cause for concern. <laughs> <laughs> what if it hurts too? A lot. What if the same guy had sores all over his situation? <laughs> should he should he see a doctor? <laughs> It was when he started shouting. That's when I knew it was really about him. Oh, call in. I, I think we've learned a lot today. I think we have. Yeah. Matthew doesn't mind a golden shower now and then. But if you need Troy to just leave you alone, pee on his face. Pee on my uh, face. You'll yeah. never see me again. Literally. <laughs> oh, God. We've got to be careful because there'll be some fan at a show that's just like, ha ha, I got you. I'm like, that's not, that's not funny at all. He just peed on me. It's an inside joke. It's sterile. It's fine. <laughs> Sterile. I imagine everyone's urine is gross and full of disease. Wait, but yours or including yours? No, my urine is, is pure as Snow White. Okay. Yes. Well, so you'd is, be doing is, Matthew a is, favor. Yeah, yes. You, I'd be, I would just be lapping it up. It's good for your skin. It's an exfoliant. <laughs> if, you, if, if your urine is an exfoliant, I'm concerned. <laughs> Let's just say someone had urine. It's an exfoliant. Is that bad? Yeah. Is it supposed to feel like 800 grit sandpaper <laughs> when it comes out? There might be a little blood in there. Uh, is that something I should get looked at? This person? Um, last week, you almost had uh, blood on your face when those cloud giants were bursting through that door. But Metra threw up a wall of stone, was it? Yeah. Is that a stone wall? Stone wall. Well, and I'll do some more. Like I'll take I'll I'll take a few rounds and just burn a bunch of spell slots. Just keep building a multi-layered wall. Yeah. That's cool. How long does it last? Forever? I mean, it's a stone wall. It's there until it's there until someone breaks it down. All right, it's not like a, I dispel that wall. No, no, it's just up. I need to hire Metro to do some handiwork around my home. She, you know, once we finish saving the world, I think she's going to open a small business for just paving people's patios. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that last week when, when Skid <laughs> said Gal- Galabras was volunteering at the church. It's like, we don't have time for those opportunities anymore. No, we can't. Let's yeah. sort of retire somewhere and just have a second career where I just have a patio paving. In just do business. driveways. Yeah. Just do driveways and patios. You laugh, but like, uh, you know, those who survive. And it may not be a lot. You know, I want to see what those uh, epilogues are. Like, yeah. what is life after I'm always this? curious about it, but that is a tale for another time. <laughs> Eat like the Conan thing, mm-hmm. you know? I just, I love the, th- the thought of that. I know? think about it all the time. Because ultimately, I want the survivors to tell their story, not me. Right. I'll embellish, but like, I'm, I'm so curious to see, like, 
what is life after this? I definitely think about that for my character. Like my Jade Reason character is like, I have a specific vision for this guy. Like after all this is over, if he survives. One day. One day. When someone else is running all our shows and we're not on any of them, we can just play. Oh, that'll be beautiful. That's our end game. That's That's our our story. When we save the world, we'll play books five and a half and six. (laughs) I'm telling you, we can finish five in one hotel room. Troy, have you ever sat cross-legged on your throne before? Because right now you feel like a guru to me. Like you're going to give us some sort of life-changing <laughs> wisdom. That I didn't even notice. Yeah. Is weird? To, to me, it looks like you have no legs. <laughs> Didn't you guys not sit like this? No, I, I on the floor. Like yeah, no, I know. I, I can't. I don't I sit. can't either. Yeah. I Three knee surgeries. Caitlin makes fun of me for it. I never sit in a chair with my legs on the ground. I never realized this. Yeah. You sat, you sat like this before on that chair. My whole life. Yeah. Not, I, now, sometimes I'll have a leg down, maybe two, when I'm really getting into it, but uh, this is my comfort pose. But I've never, I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Moving on. Do I look like a hip uh, yeah. you could gym be, teacher? You could be levitating right now. <laughs> if you put your hand on your hip, you look like you're about to tell me investing secrets of the ancient pharaohs. Let me tell you about AMC. Mm-hmm. Any poop. So you got out of that fight, which I'm so glad. I love, like, not that was an inconsequential fight, but, like, I'm ready to play it out. I'm glad that you found a creative solution to just kiboshing that. So you stonewall the hell out of that, and then you come back down, and you guys head into the torture chamber to rest. Are you going to use the spike tent just to get extra coverage? Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you don't know what kind of patrols are out. Um, you know, you've you've cleared this floor out, but it's not like it's not like there aren't people roaming about, or are there? Who knows? We, we also think this room should be safe based on its prior reputation, but it's actually not safe anymore. So we don't know if anyone decides to test it, what would happen? So. Right. But your plan is to rest and rest mainly so that Sir Will can uh, talk to Iomaday and find the power to. Cure Nestor's blindness. They've got a conference call planned for right. tomorrow at nine. Uh, he's trying to push it off till ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's different time zones too. Yeah, heaven yeah. and earth. I wonder how the service is up here. Close, better, I would think. Yeah, yeah. but try to make a call on a plane. Doesn't you could work. probably just you lean out of the door and like yell really loud. She'd hear you. That wouldn't attract any attention. Uh, all right, so let's just. Uh, well, I want to. I want to get through this. I want to get through to the next day. But I'm just curious if there's any conversations of import happening amongst the players. This would be the. F- would this be the first rest with Sir Will or the second? The second. The second. Okay, so you've already had some time together, but this is now yet again a moment, especially for you, Baron, where whatever your feelings on Nestor are, we know they're complicated, and I think they're complicated for everyone here, maybe the least so for Metra. Um, He's come now inches from death twice. You know that one more hit was game for him. You just saw Dalgrith die 48 hours ago. Whatever your feelings are, you have to imagine that that everyone's life right now is just sitting on an edge. Yeah, and I think that even though it is a long shot, um, he's hoping that somehow through his actions, maybe through a crack in the back of Nestor's mind, he's seeing the fact that Baron didn't act in those moments, Mm. didn't reach out and finish him off. Uh, it's something that maybe could have gone through Nestor's mind towards Baron in moments of weakness. It's mm-hmm. something he thought about when people were at their weakest moments, um, like with Umlo, while he was sleeping. Uh, he knows that vulnerability. He's taken advantage of that vulnerability. Um, 
And even though there's unfinished business to be done between them potentially, um, I think that by setting those examples out there, maybe, maybe that's the best way to try to communicate with Nestor. Because just telling him word for word, like, this is the honorable way, this is the way, that type of high and mighty pious bullshit is the stuff that he just goes in one ear out the other with him. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's why if Sir Will mentions it, when Sir Will mentions it all, uh, his prayers for this, to remove his blindness, it's really all centered around just making him aware that it's not Sir Will that's doing it. But Iomade, you know, hmm. and that it's by her grace that, that this is allowed to happen. Uh, and he can feel about that however he wants. He cannot buy it or he can. It doesn't really matter to Will at this point. And I think that there's there's something that I've been, I've been thinking a lot about Sir Will and, and Nestor, obviously, over a long period of time. And I still struggle with it. And I struggled with it uh, after he was blinded. And, you know, I'm not, not going to, like, withhold healing, you know. Um, and I don't think that that would be the right thing to do. But Iomade comes across to me as, uh, you know, a badass fighter, mm-hmm. right? Somebody who is going to defeat uh, the enemies of good. Um, but there's a very important part of Iomade that I think needs to be discussed here between... Um, Baron and Sir Will, and we don't have to replay it out because it really isn't uh, a, a, um, a debate so much as an understanding of what had happened before, which is Sir Will is not aware of all that went down at Trunel. And I, I would hope that maybe he could talk to Baron a little bit, whether it's in that first night or in the second night, you know, maybe when Nestor's asleep or something like that. Because you have to understand that a big part of worship in Iomadai is justice and includes justice. And while there is this concept of Oh, in order to get justice for the 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 um, uh, cold-blooded murder of Umlo, I could just cold-bloodedly murder Nestor. There's also the concept of what happened to Trunal. There, a trial was held that Baron oversaw, somebody that Sir Will really respects, and he was found not that he was found not guilty, but he was not to be sentenced uh, to death you know, for, for his crimes, um, and that he didn't recognize the authority of, of true now in that case. Uh, and so there is a big question of, of justice here that isn't clear. And so I think that Sir Will would absolutely stay his hand and would just do what he thinks is right in terms of the greater good, the greater objectives, and of course, pray on it. And who knows what Iomade says to him as he prays, but I, I think that she's concerned more about Volstice than Nestor mm. is where I keep coming back to. And so I think that vengeance is not Iomade's point. You know, I, I think it's it's honor and valor and justice. And, and obviously that can be very up to interpretation. Yeah. But in this case, I think that Nestor was tried for his crime by Baron and Baron saw fit to let him live and bring him on this journey. So who is Sir Will at this point? to start enacting his own justice. Uh, I'm not, I'm letting it go. I'm moving on. Yeah. There have been two trials essentially that Nestor has been a part of where the gods were to bear witness. There was the one in true now. And then there was the one with Skirkatla's return as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then say what you want. seems as if the gods have seen fit to let him live. So for what reason is it because they see hope in him or is it because it's like, 
they see him as like an indispensable part of saving the world, even if he's... Uh, Personally redeemable. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, Right, but the point is, it's not for us to decide. Right. Not at this time. I would quibble with the idea that he was found innocent. Uh, yeah, I don't actually remember pu- exactly what happened, but I remember there being a big, like, whoa. He was found. Uh-huh. Moment. He was, like, spared, like, any other further indignities and normal... Um, Punishment uh, in, as a means of accompanying on this journey to try to take down whatever was accosting us. Uh, and that happened to align well with his goals, which is defeating these giants. So it's kind of lucky. It, it put Baron in a good situation that he was like, yes, I'll do that. But you don't feel, you as Baron don't feel that he still needs to stand trial for Umlo's murder, do you? Or do you think that that's been resolved for the, the time being? For the time being, but the, I mean, I think there's an ethical relativity of the sins of killing one person. And, you know, you could argue a lifetime of whatever else Nestor has done, but I, I'm not privy to those. I'm only seeing that versus saving the entire world. And that's where Baron is coming down on. Mm-hmm. He'd save a plane full of 700 people versus like a room full of 10 people. Right. Yeah. That's how he's looking at it. It's interesting with a Baron's chaotic good, right? Uh, yeah, uh, he's kind of like, he started as a neutral and then we talked about how he's kind of feels like we've had this conversation on the, um, podcast before he feels chaotic good now. Yeah. Just that approach versus like, this is, uh, willing to overlook the letter of the law for the greater good. Whereas Sir Will is, says like, uh, this is a person who in his view has been, the law has found, uh, as punished him sufficiently so regardless of my ethical view on it the law speaks so that's a lawful good view of it mm-hmm. in each case like i'm in the clear with both of you guys for the moment <laughs> for different reasons it's just it's really interesting it's also the difference uh iomide and torag share the same cluster of alignments it's lawful good neutral good and lawful neutral uh However, I feel like, like you said, a badass warrior with Iomade is someone who would have an avenging blade of justice meet out that justice kind of at the moment, whereas Torek is a planner. He works at the forge. He has things thought out and doesn't need to enact his plans right away. In fact, he, he blesses those who wage defensive wars a lot of the times and have castles and redoubts and stuff like that rather than forward uh, planning. So the idea of being able to put this off is a big thing. And at the end of the day... All of your fates are determined by luck. We don't know. We can we can think in our head. I story. prefer to call it the will of the gods. The will Let's of go the on. Yes, yeah. we can we can come up. I'm sure all of you have that perfect story of how your character ends, whether they die or whether they survive in your head. And it's probably for most of you. I could be wrong. Their survival, but like at the end of the day. Nestor was one hit away from permadeath. Dogrith just died. It, you know, for you guys to, all the four of these characters to survive this dungeon will take a miracle. And so, whatever story you want to tell, it's up to that guy. It, uh, it gave me chills when you brought it up, because I don't know if you remember, but I emailed you like a basic idea of what I want Baron's life to be like. You did. This, and I love it. It's great. I love it. And it. Just the idea of it not happening is actually giving me more chills than it happening, but they both are... And what's great for me without spoiling anything is like I take that idea and I think of like the 18 possibilities based on what's happened so that that idea still has a, 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 a an element of it being alive in the final solution right. regardless of what happens. Right. Anyways, you guys are rested. Sir Will, you pray to Iomade. 
and you have the power to remove his blindness. Um, you do so, I'm assuming? Yes, he will do so. Nestor, you can see. He says, I can see. It's a miracle. It's like, truly, Iomidae, Iomidae. It's Iomidae, right? Iomidae. Truly, she does her good works through your blessed hands. You've changed. You've changed, Sir Will. And I use that term with respect now. You've, I feel you've earned it. You have changed. You have become, you truly are. You truly are a man of your God. And I, uh, I salute you and I thank you from the very bottom of my heart for restoring my sight, sir. Thank you, Nesta. And then he murders Sir Will. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as he turns around, dagger in the back yeah. of the skull. <laughs> blood out the nose, blood out the mouth. Pushes him out the moon door. <laughs> well, guys, got a lot of options here. Second floor is wide open. Let's go. Let's, let's do it. Second floor, baby. You know, I'm just going to pop things along here. Uh, I'm just going to throw you right back up to the first floor, right back to where you were um, when you finished the fight. Um, but I will move you to the stairs here. Lexington, Sir Will, Nestor, Baron, Metra. Which hole did the troll toll come from? The uh, troll and his earth elemental friend, well, the earth elemental just kind of appeared under the ground with his little earth slide. Boop. Ah! But the troll came from the west. Now, there are three different options from the west, uh, north, south, and then it continues on. Uh, and then you've got the passageway to the east where the dais uh, stairs go down. That's where you just came from. Um, you've thoroughly searched this area, uh, I'm going to say, with uh, Sir Das. I've given you everything of import. So, yeah, you've got essentially one, two, three, four immediate options. And the northern room, we've seen the limits of that? Yes, it ends at that last uh, bookcase, bookcase, which is uh, the only bookcase that is not turned over. Cool. Is it worth doing, before we choose a direction, a quick uh, perception, look through the bookshelf for anything useful to us? Uh, That's a lot of books. There are a lot of books there. Um, Detect magic on the bookshelf. I I can't remember if we did that or not. I don't think we did because we were. You know what? I battle. say books, but um, oh, it was like it's like weapons and stuff. Okay, uh, yeah, or like canopic jars. Yeah. How do you read a sword? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever said what's on them, but it's not books. It's okay, just garbage. Uh, it's like um, like pieces of machinery. Got it. Mm. Right. Well, uh, left to right, I favor. The left, since something came from it, and you can see its origin. Do we have, unless we want to check out this statue thing? Oh, yeah, this is the dais over here on the eastern side. Right. Well, that that looks like an intersection of some kind. Well, maybe it's better to go west, turn left then, because something did come from there. So presumably there's nothing left that way. Is that where the guys came from? Or did they come from the east? They came from the west. Oh, yeah. All right, then let's go west. Let's Let's go go west. All week I wanted to text you guys or email you and be like, what are you planning on doing? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Just going to see what they do. Play the game. You do that every time and then complain every time. I know, I know. I just wanted to... (laughs) just wanted to point it out. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? No, I I like it because it kind of keeps me surprised too. Um, hmm. All right, so you walk over to the intersection of three. 
Uh, well, four, technically, because you're coming from the fourth direction to the west. Uh, all four of you there. Metro, are you going to catch up with the rest of the group? I thought you were moving us. Yes, of course. Metro? 120 feet of dark Would fish. you like to join us? 120 feet of dark fish. Okay, this is what you see. Wait, of course. It's going to hide the map when I hit reveal. Because that always happens. <laughs> uh, you look, continuing, uh, continuing to look towards the west, you see that the hallway eventually ends in a single big-ass door. Nice. Single big-ass door. <laughs> to the north are... Uh, Those doors are definitely oh, man, not so big-ass doors. doors. So many yeah. doors. Yeah, to the north, there uh, is a hallway that just keeps stretching, and you see uh, two doors, about evenly spaced, about 50 feet. Basically, from the intersection, 50 feet up is one door, another 50 feet is another door. And then uh, to the south, hope you like doors! Um, you're able to see one more door about 60 feet or so down. And then the passageway just continues. And just past that door is another passageway oh, leading sh- further west. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So now you've got so many friggin' options here. Let's just focus on this hallway. If you go all the way down, one door. To the north, two doors, and a hallway continues stretching north. To the south, the hallway continues stretching. There's a door and a passageway that breaks off to the west. All right, so from where I, I peek around the corner to the north, can I see up? I can see 120 feet, so I can see farther. Okay. You stealthing around that corner? You just want me to, peeking. I'm no, just peeking. Late, I can roll stealth. Yeah. No, it's too late. I'm literally made of shadow stuff. You are, and yours will be. You see that the hallway ends eventually. Show me the extent of your vision on H Lab. That right. is the extent of my vision. All right, so I gave you an extra five feet. Oh, thanks, uh, Damn it! <laughs> uh, and you're able to see that it ends at 125 feet, but that it also turns to the west. So there's like a little upside down L uh, that continues to the west. All right, I'll do the same. I will do the same thing. Peek around the corner to the south. Oh man, you're gonna regret doing that. Show me the extent. There. Another okay. Thirty. Feet or so. to 30 feet or so, you see one more door. Oh, no, Stop with the doors. Hope you like doors. Break on through. Break on through. <laughs> oh. What is everyone's phone number? Hand slot situation. Social security uh, number. That's rings, right? Rings, eh? Rings, eh? Do rings count on hands? Gloves. That You can wear oh. a glove over a ring, right? Uh, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. been able to. I've tried my whole life. Uh, if they don't fit, because uh, I th- I don't I don't think I have anything. I have gloves of silence for the. Oh uh, yeah, that's lots. Whispering taken. gloves. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't think I have anything. Just rings. Because Dalgraith had those gloves that you could touch the wall and see right through it. Oh, oh. Uh, which you obviously would have taken off of his rotting. Filthy corpse. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> really gotten the, terrible. You know, the gloves. Are I didn't want to say anything last night when we were sleeping, but uh, it's it's the stench is unbearable. It stinks. Can anyone Peeled do anything about this stench? This rotting, filthy, urine-soaked corpse. Who <laughs> 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 peed on the corpse? Why are we all peeing on the corpse? I was just leave trying, it be. I was trying to preserve his body. <laughs> I was told that urine can be an exfoliant. <laughs> leave it be. <laughs> I'm tired of policing this corpse. Just stop it, all right? What, what are the gloves called? 
<laughs> it burns if I stop. You started uh, again? <laughs> gloves of reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. Let me see if I can put them on. Yeah, I can wear them. Do you want to? I can wear them. Sure. Okay. So is that once per day? Once per day, yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, you can see through solid material no more than five feet thick. It looks like these doors are thicker than five feet, though. Yeah, that might just be hard. Oh, come on. <laughs> five feet thick. I'm going to bet that it's, that <laughs> it's not Oh, it doesn't hard. matter. The wearer must wear the gloves for 24 hours. Oh. Well, actually, you would, ah, you would have. You would have. have. Yeah. Grant, you were just talking about that last week. You would yeah, have before. The, All right. Shall we go to the north or the south? By the way, in case anyone forgot, Dahlgraith Deathbringer... Is currently at negative nineteen hit points. God damn! <laughs> so sad. You rolled to stabilize. <laughs> He's still bleeding out. <laughs> Did nobody heal him? <laughs> we, we, stop the bleeding. We heal him. He's still dead. Just to keep things tidy. <laughs> he had to stay in the spike tent with you. <laughs> Baron used him as a pillow. Uh, let's go north. All right. Uh, I don't like that spare passageway that leads off to the south. Yeah, it feels tidier. Untidy. It is untidy. Nestor, would you mind leading the way and availing us of your traps finding abilities? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, He looks around for Dog. Oh, right. The expert trap find is not with us anymore. Yeah, no problem. And he (laughs) moves ahead. The celebrity (laughs) trap finder isn't here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That sounds like a reject reality show. Celebrity trap finder. <laughs> Celebrity trap finder. Celebrities have to go up the door. And if they miss it, it's just it hurts their head. David Blaine. Fireball spell. Demi Lovato. Who will lead us through this dark dungeon? <laughs> that is. Brett a... Michaels is consumed by a, by a fireball spell. <laughs> That is a 20 perception, 27 against traps. All right, just looking up the hallway for any sort of trap situation. Yeah. You don't see anything. Shall we go to the first door? Yes. You know, Brett Michaels does understand that every rose has its thorns. (laughs) It's true. He'd be good at it. He wrote about it. Yeah. No, talk about being good at trap finding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will accompany everybody up to the front door and I will use the gloves of reconnaissance. On this door, or do we want to use it on the big door, the big ass door? Probably the big ass door. All right, so now I'll, I'll step away and let uh, let you all take care of this problem. Oh, so you can only use it once per once day. Once per day. Yeah. Nestor will step up and do a perception check on the door, listening to it and checking for traps. Mm-hmm. Crack die. He's down. That is a thirty perception, thirty-seven for traps. It doesn't appear to be trapped, but it does appear to be locked. Um, in fact, you see a giant-sized padlock around the door. Is it comically large? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite comical, you have to admit. I've seen one of these before. Yeah, that is a 40 disabled device. Do you want to pick the lock? <gasps> You're able to Nice, Master! Yeah, that's baby. awesome. Professional right, so thievery. Sir Will is about... 15 feet back from the door up against the other wall, facing it, Lance up in the air, holding Lexington just ready for Nestor to open the door in case anything happens. Nestor steps back to let someone else open the door. Can I suggest a nice little side effect of the whispering gloves? Uh, 
constantly project a very short-range silence spell so that anything touched or held by the wearer's hands makes no sound. Thus, picking a locked door wouldn't make a clicking noise audible to those on the other side, and holding a hand over a victim's mouth would silence his scream. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, So knocking on a door produces no sound, but hammering it down still does. I want to make the suggestion that if I push this door open, since we've had such big, grindy, stone bottom doors that it might project like the silent spell around the door as we open it. Oh, interesting. Like, cast it as you're pushing it open? Well, yeah, it's just a natural effect, effect of, the, of the gloves. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Sure. Yeah. So, Baron will walk up to it and spit in both of his gloves. I cast mirror image on myself before we do. Okay. So, you're all standing at the door, uh, looking in? Yep. I'm right to the side of the door. Right to the side I'll of the door. I'll move myself, so it's... Oh, I had con damage. Oh, you did? You did. What was that from? Uh, an attack? Yeah. We, we've rested one night, so I heal one point. Did we, did, was that two combats ago? I, I, can, I can heal it if you want, just retroactively. Okay, great. All right. But I need to remove a spell slot, so... I can also use... Just make sure well, that that's no, right. Then I can fine. use a charge off of a What, do you have one damage? Yeah. Oh, then it doesn't... I, no I, I had damage. two, so I, I, I healed at least one, but maybe I healed both. Would your extra point put you at the uh, range of having an additional point bonus? Yeah, when you have one point penalty, you have no pen- no actual penalty to anything. Yeah, don't it's, worry about it. No um, penalty, but if I if I go under, but you um, if you take one damage now, it'll when you hit night's rest, it won't auto give you your con thing back. So yeah, it didn't look like it did. Yeah, so where you didn't do that, just give yourself your back. You're back, baby. I'm back, baby. All right, so everyone is standing outside the door peering in as who opens the door why are you keep asking sir will averts his eyes <laughs> i'm curious what everyone's doing <laughs> i'm standing outside the door waiting for baron to open it up uh and nestor and sir will are standing right next to each other at the, at the five, wall ten feet the back yeah, from and the could door you stand behind the, uh, baron and let me have this like a clear lane just in case i no, i'm next to you yeah no i know can we just switch spots oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. just okay. so you can shoot over his head yes. but i want to oh, ride yeah, yeah, by yeah. him yeah you know i'll stand next to nestor so I, I could have a view into the room but i'm not directly Okay, no, I'm just, I don't know where everybody is, because sometimes you're like, oh, wait, I wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> don't even act like this is nonchalant if you will validate. <laughs> I, I'm just asking. You open the door, and you see a small room. Small. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, 35 by 35. Very small for a giant. Very small for a giant room. It looks like a like a storeroom. Um it's it's perfectly square, shelves, open cupboards, and they're all stacked with containers of all shapes and sizes, um, most of which look like they've been overturned or even smashed, purposefully sh- smashed, you would think. Um, you guys are looking in there, and you also see two black chests sitting in the back of the room, each bearing a symbol of a skull with chained manacles hanging from its eye sockets. Zon Kuthon. Zon Kuthon. Kuthon. More specifically, Nidal. Oh, okay. Which any of you could easily get with a knowledge local or knowledge nobility. Which giant that we just fought was the worst for Zon Kuthon? The Inquisitor. The Inquisitor in the Underjohn. Under John, detect Under John, detect magic in the, across the room. I'm oh, there's magic. Yeah, I figured. Oh, yeah. What do you do? Uh, the chests fall into a weird interdisciplinary realm. 
I say. Uh, there's some religious elements with the Zonkuthon-ism. Some magical elements, uh, which you've just detected. And there's some uh, trap-disabling potential with chess. We also step firmly into the realm of potential mimicry. Um, Sir Will put out a hand, take it off the harness of Lexington. Just detect evil into the room, looking at the chests that look so evil to see if they're, in fact, emanating evil. A 60 feet presence or absence of evil, followed by the power of the auras, followed by the exact location of the auras. Here's what happens. You open the door, you look in, shit's lying all over the place. Shelves have been, like, knocked over. And you see these two chests staring at you. You all look in there, and Sir Will is like, hold on, hold on. Puts out a hand, trying to detect the presence of evil, and you all look past Sir Will's hand into the room. And as you look, you see these strange symbols on the wall. Oh, no. Just past the chest. Mm. And as Sir Will detects the presence of great chaotic evil oh, no. oh the symbols start doing shit to you <laughs> roll for initiative yeah it was real ca- uh, who's looking at, you said who's looking into the room at least five times I said it too many times yes that's why oh, I was like no, I avert no, my no, eyes no, like, no, 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 no 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 I just want to know where everyone is I tip bullshit I tip my hand <laughs> I got excited we haven't had a combat in three weeks <laughs> uh, okay well this is this is gonna be a, a real a real interesting one you know, the more I, I, I delve back into this book before sessions. And again, I had no idea what the hell you guys were going to do today. I'm like, where have these encounters been in my life? These are crazy. Sir Will, what'd you oh. get? Uh, on initiative, you said? No, on uh, s- s- disabled device. Uh, 22. Initiative, right? Yes, that was no. a natural 20. Metra. 10. 10. That was a natural 1. Not great. Good thing I'm your image. Nestor. Uh, 29. Always great. Baron? 24. Always decent. <laughs> All right. This is, just, this is just stupid. All right. So this is what I need you guys to do. Those symbols. <laughs> Why is it stupid? What is happening? All right. So they're, they're on the back of the wall, and you all see it. And I could have triggered these the minute you looked in the room. I was just waiting for a dramatic moment. You need to roll against both of these symbols. So everyone give me a will save on the first symbol. Let's just get it out of the way. All right. Uh, Question. Is it a fear effect at all? Um, Let's see. And is it a spell or spell-like ability? It is, uh, yeah, I would say it falls into the category of spell. uh, But it is not, I'm not seeing the fear descriptor in here. Okay. Okay. Just a straight up will, huh? Yeah. I hate you, you fucking Norse Foundry piece of crap. <laughs> Norse Foundry. That's Norse Foundry. For all your, For random, all your number, random number generating, number generating needs. needs. As long as you I, don't however, want that random number to be too high. I am just fine with my Norse Foundry Rose Quartz random number generator. It's a natty 19 on the will save for a 37. Metra? Uh, I rolled a natural five for a twenty. Aha! Good wow. bone. Yeah, it's my oh. it's my best save. Nestor, a sixteen. Oh, Baron, twenty four. <gasps> you could hear it in his voice. He's uh, he I mean, knows it's a tweeter. I don't know how people write book sixes. The PCs are so powerful. 
how do you how do you even the playing field so the monsters even get a chance? For the record, all of the monsters have had very good chances. Yeah, every all combat. Combat. We've almost died <laughs> in the last every combat. Combat. It really. I thought this book. You guys were just going to breeze through it. It's it's real fun. <laughs> Sometimes right. you construct these narratives around things I know, yourself, yeah. and I'm like, it's the same. You have no evidence to suggest that narrative. <laughs> I do the same thing with the tone of people's emails. I'm like, yeah. are they starting to fight? <laughs> <laughs> also, the same false narrative existed around like our choice of rushing to this castle or not. Like, oh man, you skipped over a whole lot of that part. I just don't understand how you could have skipped so much. Meanwhile, <laughs> from the Taiwanese, he's like. You ran! You ran! The castle's leaving! If it gets up there, it's over! The AP's over! I keep you guessing. I mean, alright, so... <laughs> Still no self That's not guessing. <laughs> it's just moving in one direction. I just keep you on your toes. I keep you on something! A railroad. There you go. Wait, no! Ah! Wait, ah! Alright. Oh, it's a 26 if it's a spell. Sorry, I didn't add the 20 plus 2. Oh. You're fine. Okay. But unfortunately, Nestor... Mind you, this is just the first symbol... Takes eleven points of strength damage. Oh, oh, oh my shit. god! If you're just following along at home, and this is the first episode you've ever listened to, that is a great deal of strength damage. What happens when you go to zero strength? You fall unconscious. Zero con, you die. Right. Zero strength, you fall unconscious. You're too weak to even move. Now, Nestor is not a strength-based character, but still, that's even more dangerous. Though. Not a guy you want with uh, low strength. Now everyone give me another will save. Wait, so that was a fortitude save you guys rolled, right? No, you said will. That was will. Uh, I lied. Oh, that's a 27. That's a 23 for me. That's a 15 for me. You're saying new will save? I made a mistake. That was supposed to be a fortitude save, not a will save. So you passed it either way, Sir Will, but it changes a great yeah. deal. Metra's save. Yes. I, I failed. I made a big mistake. Yeah. Nestor, did- you're fine. <laughs> Metra, you take 11 points of strength. Oh, <laughs> man. God. I fall unconscious. <gasps> <gasps> you are terrible at building characters, <laughs> Matthew. I have, a, I have a 10 strength. Why oh couldn't you be one of those bodybuilding sorceresses? Do you fall super unconscious? Like... Like, if you take one more strength damage, can you never awaken? I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, that's very bad. Now roll your will save. Uh, arguably, Metro, this would have happened simultaneously. All right, so I will roll it. It doesn't matter for you. All right, but the no. rest of you, it definitely matters. Oh, oh, oh. 26. The mace, doll. Sir Will, I see you just standing there. You don't want to roll it? Dunzo. Uh, 23. Sir Will? 24. Okay. None of you are stunned for 1d6 rounds. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Who cares about stun? Well, well, when one of your party members is already out, having another one be stunned is, uh, is bad business. Stunned for what? Is something else happening here? There's two symbols on the wall. One depleted no, I understand. of 11 But are there, is damage. there something attacking us right now? As a matter of fact... There is. Oh, God. Nestor, you are up. I need you to roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, 30. Okay. Nestor, you see... Yes. 
both of these things. Oh my god! If they is, were invisible or on the ethereal plane, I would have seen them already. They are not. Okay. They were hiding, and Nestor <laughs> is able to see them. If they're bigger than any crate in this room, I'm walking out. I'm walking out. Here's what they look like. <laughs> they're ten feet by ten feet. Every crate's five look at feet these wide. Things. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's like a squid tree. That's like the Cthulian squid. It's like George O'Keefe having a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really. I'm, I want to get the PG explanation. Uh, it is yes, part jellyfish, part octopus. Tentacles with one like eye. With a lamprey mouth, mouth in the and middle. And a big mouth and then teeth. And there's two of these things. They've got lots of, like, uh, strandy-looking tentacles. And, Nestor, you see them hidden back there in the boxes. And you're up. What do you do? Mother of man! He is going to study... I guess he probably can't identify this thing. He's going to study his target, look for any uh, sort of weak spots in it. And he is going to unleash a full attack. Oh my god. Oh, okay. On the lower one? Because there's the, two in this room. Yeah, the lower. We'll do the lower one. Okay. A bit of a better a better uh, shot at it. And rapid shots, study target. First attack is a, is a 37 uh, to hit. 37 is a hit. Okay. This is so bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> For who? The, For who? Uh, not me. Okay. 37 to hit is very good. Uh, 60 points of damage. Oh, Ooh. fantastic. Ooh. With the many shot and fantastic. Um, how much of that was uh, regular and how much was electricity? Uh, that is, Give or take. Uh, let me just... Uh, let's say five of it is electricity. Okay. Um, I can tell you right now, it looks like the electricity damage didn't do anything. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And reminder, this thing does have traditional DR. The rest of my shots will bypass it. Right. Uh, so you did 55 regular, 5 electricity. Yep. Okay. Uh, second attack is a 33. 33 is a hit. Okay. All right. 45 points of damage. Uh, another five of which is electricity. Okay. Same John. Okay, same John. Oh, yes! Uh, that is a 36 on the third attack. Okay. These are these are so huge. 40, so huge. 42 points of damage, two points electricity. Okay. Final attack. Uh, that is a 24. 24 misses. Okay. But you did a significant shoom, 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 shoom. amount of damage. Nice, Nesta. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Back in the saddle again, mate. And luckily, Baron rolled oh, higher as well. Thank gods. Will, Nestor, give me cover. And Baron is going to take a five-foot step out of the <laughs> Metric, You have the highest AC by far. Metric, by at least ten points. I love this, like he doesn't see Metric just Metric collapsing like a pile of laundry behind him. Spamming you fool. Well, if you'd let me finish my turn, Baron uses a five-foot step to get out of the doorway, hmm. uses an actual move action, move equivalent action, to pull out a scroll of restoration. Oh. And oh. we'll cast it next round because it has a range of touch. It removes all temporary Ooh. Uh, damage. Not for nothing, you could take a five-foot step in her direction. 
No, that's true. I'll do that. Yeah. Pull it out and cast Restoration on her perfectly. Beautiful. All right, so you take the five-foot step, move action, pull out the scroll, Uh and then cast Restoration with your standard. Yep. And you don't have to roll on that. No, because it is a part of the Inquisitor's Spellbook at uh, level four. If you want me to roll on it, I I don't think You have to roll on it if you can't cast level four Inquisitor spells. Okay, then what is the DC on that? Uh, The DC is... uh, One plus the level of the spell. But can you draw the scroll as part of a move action? Because the five foot step is your move action. So Uh, the drawing. Yes. No. 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 The five foot step is a free action. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't count as your move action. I don't believe so. It's the same way you can take a five foot step, like after you can take a five foot step for free, but then you can't take a move action that is movement. Oh. You can like take a five foot step, load a crossbow, and fire it, for example. This is equivalent to that. You okay. take a five-foot step, pull out a scroll, and cast it. Okay. You seem pretty confident, and I don't feel like looking it up. DC plus the scroll's caster level plus one. The scroll one plus the scroll's caster level. So now, Baron, you need to figure out what is what level does an Inquisitor have to be to cast fourth-level spells? Okay, an Inquisitor must be... Just look up... Uh, you Tenth look, level. Tenth level. And I am so currently DC, eighth level. Yeah, so it's DC 11, and your roll is plus eight, so you need the so three, it's just three or higher on the die. So 10 plus one? Yes. Okay. So you need a D, three or higher on the die. Seven on the die. Ooh. All right. Great. So, and that just fully restores all her strength? Dispels all temporary negative levels or one permanent negative level. Uh, da-da-da. Where is the... Restoration cures all temporary ability damage. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That's, That's why Lesser Restoration is just 1d4. It's really hampered. And I figured this would be one, a good time to pull out one of the three scrolls of Restoration we have. Wow. Great. Yeah. Perfect That's time to nice. get 11 points. That's wow. amazing. That's so, great. Thank you, Baron. Thank Metra, you. Metra, you wake up. You didn't need concentration for those images, right? Uh, I... I think no. I might. Or no, there's just, it's just a duration, right? It's duration. It's minutes per level. Yeah, so they would stay. Okay. They would have collapsed uh, with I'll, you. I'll take my apology now for uh, thinking I was getting out of the way to I not things. All right, fine. Um, I thought I was I was role-playing the unconsciousness by just remaining mute. Got it. And considering my life choices. I apologize. I, I just thought it was funny. I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to go into the room not realizing... I just think at the yeah. camera angle, looking over your shoulders, Metra collapses. I care for Metra. Uh, all right. Very cool. So, Metra, you awaken. Uh, you get all your strength back, or you get 11 points back. Uh, and you're laying on the ground, surrounded by your images that are also laying down. Yeah. And it is one of these strange creatures' turns. <sighs> Did anyone do a knowledge check? No. Baron, can you do a knowledge check? Uh, can I do a knowledge check? Uh, what would it be? It would be um, Aberration. Is that Dungeoneering? dungeoneering. dungeoneering. Alright, I have a mediocre Dungeoneering bonus 14. Don't know. Not in book 6. They ain't gonna fly! Alright, this dude is gonna move 5 feet. How do they, uh, how do they move? Are they just kind of like kinda, walking on their tentacles? Or do they float? They float. They look like they're connected to the ceiling based off of the art, but I guess they're not. Yeah, I guess they kind of like maneuver on their tentacles. They they look like they lumbered pretty slowly. Uh, and here's what's going to happen. Those tentacles are going to start lashing out, and they elongate to be able to reach uh, all of you. Uh, but uh, it looks like only Nestor and Sir Will are going to be in the line of fire. Um, so let's start with Sir Will. Um 
I got six attacks, so I'll start with the first one against Sir Will. Let me this guess. This is going to they be. They all grapple. This is going to be a ranged touch, gra- touch attack. Uh, 15 against touch? Hits. Hits. Okay. I didn't think that would hit. It's touch. Yeah. I need to make a fortitude save. No damage. Um, 42. <laughs> okay. Is that good? <laughs> 42! <laughs> Alright, so this is what happens. Uh, Trace a 50th level paladin. <laughs> 50th level paladin. Here's what happens. Uh, this thing comes out, it hits you, it attaches to you, and you feel like a secretion coming from the end of it, Ugh. seeping into the holes of your armor, but you're able to uh, withstand whatever sort of thing is coming into your skin. However, this thing is attached to you. You're not grappled, but it does get a free attempt to pull its, pull you closer. So this is going to be straight up CMD uh, 40. Okay. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, so it pulls you five feet towards it. Uh, next one is going to be against you as well, and this is going to be, oh, yeah, uh, 28 against touch. Roll another fortitude save. This is such a weird fight, unlike any it's fight really, we've ever so had small, in the network. Too. Yeah. Uh, 33. 33. All right, so you withstand, but again, uh, that is going to be a 24, 34 against CMD. Uh-huh. Okay, pulls you closer. Um, third attack against you as well. Gets it. Another fortitude save. This You just feel like you're covered in this secretion. Uh, and again, 918. Now, now it pulls you over the threshold into the room. You know what? I'm going to stick with you because this is fun. Next attack against you is 17 against touch. Another fortitude save. Ah! Got it. Okay. Uh, CMD. Yo, dude, I've run at least three Natty 18s. It's just put, now it's pulled Sir Will slowly into the room. Jeez. That slowly. was the fourth one. One, two, three, four. <laughs> uh, next one against Sir Will. I'm having too much fun. This is a close one. 12 against touch. Miss. Miss. Yes. Thank goodness Ooh. for you. Uh, last one I'm going to say on Sir Will. This is, this is going too well. 16 against touch. Hit. Fortitude save. Uh, this is probably great because it's leaving Nestor fine. Uh, 32. You're fine, but it pulls you again uh, closer to it. So now Sir Will is in the room with these creatures, 10 feet away from the one that's just slowly pulling it. And you have uh, several of these fibers attached to you. How many? Uh, five, right? One, two, three. But I'm not five. grappled. But you're not but grappled. But I can't move. You have to try... If you want to try and detach them, you have to cut at each one of them to detach them from you. But you take no penalties to your attack. You're not effectively grappled, but you can't run. So anything that removes the grappled condition doesn't work. Freedom of movement. Freedom of movement. Uh, there is an argument... I've read so many things on the boards about these creatures. It's... Right. A complicated John. And when it gets to your turn, if you want to do freedom of movement, I'll, I'll look into it. It's possible. It's Sorry. possible. Sorry. It's a very unique thing. And Freedom of Moon is a powerful enough spell that I think you should be able to do something with it. But these things are stuck to you, and you can try and sever them. They have an AC to sever but them. But it's a standard action to slice one of the... Fu- yeah. <laughs> Bad news, Bears. Uh, and it is your turn. <laughs> 
just every time it's like, how can you? How can we find ways for you to not play your character at that's all? That's what it is. Every that's encounter, what it's just like let's not play any part of your character at all. Ever. Why don't you just take a break and look into some life insurance? <laughs> yeah, browse it, the State Farm website for like forty-five minutes while we finish this fight without you. Are they susceptible to area of effect spells? Like if a fireball gets cast on their arms, would that unleash five of them on him? It's, uh, it's very possible. Okay. Very possible, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've got five of these things stuck to you. So imagine this. Again, I wish we had an, uh, an artist on retainer. You've got five of these tentacle strands just stuck to you, and you're just, ah, ah, being pulled in by this Cthulian nightmare into the room. You can still act. You can attack it. You can move forward towards it. Uh, but yeah, you can't run away from it. The awful maw that these creatures have as well is understated, and they're being dragged closer and closer, and Sir Will is just feet away from a bite, a chomp from this awful creature. Which one was Nestor shooting? The one the lower one. To the south. Uh, huh, okay. Interesting. Um, do I have a clear lane to charge at that one? At, at the, the lower one? I've got ten feet, yeah. and it looks like there's no crates in the way. I'm fine with that. Of that um, lower one. Yeah, if, if the charge doesn't provoke, you should be fine. And they're evil, right? Can we establish that? Yeah, you, uh, Sir Will, right before you started uh, being affected by the symbols, sense the presence of evil. Nice. And nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know that the... Ch- oh, wait, wait, wait. It would... I think it would provoke from the other one, so... Okay. So, uh... Yeah, I'm just ruling it that you can move forward, but you can't move back. can move forward, but you can't move back. Uh, okay. He'll, he'll do his best to finish it then. Um, he's getting pulled in by this thing, and he's just like, Nesta! Gonna need you to take it out fast! Uh, the one that's pulling him into it, and he's gonna try to take out the other one, so he's gonna turn to it, eye it down, and say, I could feel your evil, and it ends here! And he will smite evil against the lower creature. Okay. Kill it! (sighs) Smite evil. Check one of those off. Kill the (laughs) mutated George O'Keefe painting brought to life! Uh, He will turn towards it, lower the lance point at it, spur Lexington, and ride uh, the ten feet. (laughs) Try to bury the lance into it. For Highbury! For Highbury! What's Highbury? <laughs> oh my god! Come on! No! Why no. do I play? <laughs> Can't remember what your hits were, but this is. It is evil, right? Yeah. yeah. It is a 32 to hit. Oh, come on! That is a hit. Oh, yeah. It is a natural three. So I'm oh. like, come oh. on! Oh. Well, your bonuses help. 32 is, is a palpable hit. Uh, all right, so that is uh, 67 points. Oh, oh, oh. And that kills one yes! of them. Yes! Yes! Amazing. The very yes! latch just skewers right through its fucking mouth. It's weird. <laughs> George O'Keefe. Wow. <laughs> nothing. Black blood subscribing out of And just sword. light shoots out from all sides of it, disintegrates uh, in the holy light of Ioma Day. Nothing. Hideous creature. Freudian about this at all. <laughs> Oh, and you still have five of these other strands attached. I know that's to you. why I'm like, run in this to take it out fast. Ah, and it's uh, it would have been that creature's turn, but now it's gone. So it's Metra's turn. You guys have every, oh. every chance to succeed here, but now Sir Will is caught up in this. 
Yeah. Uh, my, I had, it was going to be so cool if you could manage to avoid, I think, one more of those, uh, oh, those I, things. Oh, I know what you're going to do. What was I going to do? Magic missile and just hit all the tentacles? That was one idea I had. Oh, that's brilliant. Wait, can you do Wait, that? I can still do that. Multiple right? targets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you can fire against multiple targets, yeah, yeah. different yes. targets. The, yeah. the other thing I was going to do, first I was going to do is build a wall of stone with just a row for the tentacles so it couldn't pull him to, in close enough to eat him, but we oh, could still shoot at it. Like a garden wall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, that's that's uh, no, awesome. No, but actually, I will do that. Well, well, here's what I'll say about the tentacles. Uh, I have one strategic recommendation, which is I think it's pretty pointless. I think we have to just focus are you, all damage on the creature because are you grapple? Are those tentacles from the creature you killed or from the one that's still no? Alive? It's from the other one. But if it hits one, which it will. I'm right next to it. Like, you know what I mean? So it just needs to hit one. If there is an effect of it pulling me into it, it just needs to hit one. Did you have to engineering, by the way? No. Okay. Uh, so Will is not the sharpest tool in the, in the draw. But, uh, yeah, yeah that's I, true. I, I feel like doing damage to it is the most primer, is the killing it before it can pull me in, I think. Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metra is going to crawl as a move action. Mm-hmm. Crawl uh, in front of Nestor, so she has a, has a better vantage point into the through the door. Classic, still crawl. lying on the ground, yep. crawls yep. across the floor. I checked, Baron. I checked prone, and it, get my, <laughs> it turns my movement speed to five feet. Yep. So there you go. And then I will fire a fireball. <laughs> Let's, oh, well, let me just make sure. Mm-hmm. In the back corner, yeah, the back corner, and it will exclude Sir Will. Oh, perfect! But it wow. should get those tentacles. Oh yes! Before you do that. Go ahead and give me a will save against that other symbol. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Natty 16. Yes! 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 31. Yes! Yep. So you're able to bear down against the symbol of stunning. Uh, all right. Go ahead and uh, fireball away. It, it gets a reflex save. Okay. Uh, got a lot of legs. 20 reflex? Uh, yes, you get it. So this is going to be uh. half damage. However, it should also do damage to every one of those tentacles. Uh-huh. Well, it is immune to my electricity. I don't know if it'll be immune to... So wait, it can hit all the tentacles, but it doesn't hit Sir Will? I mean, I'm assuming... Well, Sir Will is oh, 25. It, yeah, yeah. Right. Assuming... tentacles are emanating from it, or yes. strands, rather, yeah. yeah. Okay. So 42, so you would take 21 points of damage. 21 points Fire of damage. damage. Okay, I just got to do a little math in my head. Yeah. Got it. Ah! Ah! Sir Will is just like the fire in his eyes. Yeah. He feels the heat on his face. <laughs> Smells the black blood boiling. <laughs> yes. Burns I, off his eyebrows. I love this too. Metris just laying down and just yeah. boom, bumps it into the room. And awesome. Pah, and then you just hear it let out this horrible scream. Oh, it's vulnerable, vulnerable to fire. It's vulnerable. Vulnerable to fire. All right, well, <laughs> do that, that scream is. again, Troy. <laughs> oh, that's the vulnerable scream. <laughs> Do. Noticing that it's vulnerable to fire, uh-huh. I will use my quick meta magic rod to shoot another fireball. Oh, oh yes, um, yes! I'm not going to do that scream again. Fire. Reflex save. Okay. 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 I'll do the scream again. Here we go. Uh, oh, 12. That's a fail. Yeah. That's 40 points of fire damage. <laughs> 40 points of fire damage and it screams again. It's just flames licking off its body and all of the strands get cut from Yeah, (laughs) Two birds with one fireball. It's probable to fire. Top of the next round. Nestor coin. Nestor, Nestor, use your fire arrows! (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know who you're speaking to, mate. He takes a five-foot step to get next to Metro with a clear view of this creature, and he is going to do a full attack. First uh, attack with the mini... Oh, natural one. Oh, my God. It was in my head. I'm like, the only way I'm going to get out of this is a natural one. And that there is, it is a 34 to confirm. Not confirmed. Oh, Just fuck. a miss. Had to be on the first attack with the mini shot. The mini shot. That's the thing. Uh, although, second attack is a natural 19. Critical threat. Critical threat. Critical threat. Critical threat. Critical 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 threat. And, oh, yeah, that is a 39 to confirm. That is confirmed. Oh, Chris. yeah. Joe, I need to switch from that thumb table to that crit table. Let's go to the crit tomb. Wait. The crit tabe, not the tomb. Tomb. Uh, <laughs> the tomb. Uh, all right, this one from John in West Frankfurt, Illinois. What's up, John? Uh, he's on fire. Oh, That's fire. appropriate enough. Fire. You have been heating up this whole combat, and now you are in the zone. Double damage and roll two d20s and take the better result on your next two attack rolls. Oh shit! Oh, oh, and he has two more yeah. attacks this round. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. He's on fire. All right, double damage. Do me a favor. Don't give me any electricity damage. Okay, uh, that is uh, fifty-nine points of damage. 59 points of damage. Sorry, did you triple the damage? Because it's triple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So this guy's in bad shape. Now, your final two attacks, you have a bit of luck. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, Which means all right. more of a chance for a crit. Third attack. Uh, oh, but nine and a ten. Um, that is a that is a 31 to hit. That's still a hit. Okay. okay. Finish him. And that's not... Uh, that is 18 points of damage. Okay. Still up. Can you take it out? All take right. it out! Yeah, Final attack! Oh, God. Garbage again. No! Um, that is a... T- fuck. 26. That's a miss. No! God! What did you roll? Well, a 10 and a 4. <laughs> what the damn fuck? God damn it, John from Illinois. What uh, a dumb crit. <laughs> yeah, great job, John. John! Uh, come on, John. If that's your real name. I didn't say this before, but hi, John. <laughs> hi, John. <laughs> hi, John. Thank you. <laughs> John, I don't blame you. I blame, once again, Norse Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Uh, it is Baron's turn, followed by it. So you see Baron standing there as the magical essence that lived inside of the scroll burns its way through the paper and it disappears into a puff of smoke. You see Metra stand up, launch two fireballs, and Nestor stand next to her. Baron will five-foot step and quick draw out Dawn Strike to oh. hopefully bring the pain to these creatures with a full attack action, although... No bane to these attacks, so it's a little bit lower than normal. Let's see what happens. A 25 against touch AC on the first attack. That is a hit. That is going to be uh, 19 points of damage on the first attack. And it's dead. God, it couldn't pull me in. The creature falls to the ground, just writhing, twitching, spurting out black blood from this bullet wound and from the arrows sticking in its carcass. And two very ominous-looking chests lie in wait. And we'll see you next week. Wow, that went so fast. Wow. Oh, my God. Fastest hour in television.
The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.